1: Hey, y'all, it is your girl TS Madison, honey, and we are back with TGIF. Now, honey, y'all already know we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in social media and on the news today. Now, I need y'all to sit back, relax, and get ready to sip this hot tea. We have our girl Catalina back with us filling in for Funky Dineva. <laughs> We a
2: Carolina.
1: I know. Uh, Funky
0: apparently wanted to start his weekend early
1: and didn't <laughs> want to be
0: here today, but I'm happy. I do blame
1: him. <laughs> How y'all feeling tonight? Hey, I'm
2: ready. It's Friday. Thank God it's Friday and we about to spill this good
1: tea. hmm Okay. Now, it's are there any major good. plans that you guys have for the weekend?
0: I'm packing i'm packing and moving so nothing fun happening here nobody envies me i'm literally just in a sea of clothes (laughs) and things that i should be throwing away but instead i'm putting in boxes and i'm gonna throw away probably in five years
2: oh so i'm i'm actually doing something fun this weekend i'm covering for fox soul a world of good it's their annual gala this year and um I think it's like a, a number of incredible A-list celebrities are expected to be there. Samuel L. Jackson, Denzel Washington. Um, I think Eric Benet may be singing. So stay tuned. Maybe on Monday, the show will let me allow allow me to show some footage of that coverage.
1: Well, look at y'all just having a good old weekend, honey. And I'm going to be home wrapped up, tangled up, tied up with the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you're going to be doing with the Lord? Uh, uh, what what happened
2: on Saturday? You need to pray. (laughs) What y'all drinking on tonight?
0: Uh, My producer just gave me this cup. I have no idea what's in it, but we're going to sip it, baby.
1: Mm, Hey, mm. sip it. All right. Well, since we sip it, honey, let's get into the show. Now, listen, in preparation for his upcoming Super Bowl halftime performance, Usher spoke on the shenanigans surrounding the Kiki Palmer drama. Usher said, I'm not Mr. Steal Your Girl. That's Trey Songz. I'm the guy who tells you, don't leave your girl around me, to play a for real, to play a for real. Now, Carolina, what are your thoughts on Usher's shady response?
0: I mean, I don't know all this drama between him and Trey Songs, okay? I wouldn't be throwing no shade like that. He could have just left it at, you know, I'm not Mr. Steal Your Girl. I am don't leave your girl around me. He could have left it there, but he really wanted to toss some shade. Are we about to have some R&B drama up in here? Like, oh. is that what we need to prepare for?
1: Al, what you think
2: about it? Oh, I don't. I didn't take it as that. I mean, good, good perspective, Carolina. Um, I, I, all I was taking it as he was, you know, kind of tagging his song and how he sings. This is a deal. I, I'm still upset with Kiki Palmer, and uh, sorry, I was all into that drama thinking it was real, but they did that whole hoax on us for a song that no one is listening to and no <laughs> one is streaming it. So there you have it. But I am, I must say, super excited that Usher will be performing at the Super Bowl. But please leave Kiki Palmer at home.
1: Uh-uh, Al, I don't agree with you with that. I need him to bring that out. You know, he got all the rumors and stuff spotted around the internet and stuff like that. You,
2: know? <laughs> you like a good mess.
1: <laughs> I do like a good mess, and I want to be able to watch it on TV. First of all, this is Ursha we talking about. Ursha. You know, in old ladies' tongues, and I need to see him coming out there being the true player, the true player for real, Mister Steal Your Girl, or whatever he he gonna say. I want to be at the crock pots at seven o'clock cooking some meat, <laughs> and I want to see Chicky Palmer swinging that thing around in that old see-through gown that she wearing, honey. Oh, you know. Hold on, Al. Are you saying that you think it was all a publicity stunt?
0: I, I thought oh, they were clearly, capitalizing clearly. on the
2: drama. I mean, look, within a week, her and her boyfriend, father of her child, were back together. They talked about how, you know, they're inseparable, that they're meant to be together. So what was all that false argument and that whole, you know, fake tension? Because I'm gonna tell you, America, black women came to Kiki Palmer's defense like you've never seen. I thought it was amazing. But to then see her sit with her man a week later having french fries and pizza, making that up, I know it was french fries and something, just felt <laughs> kind of like, it just kind of made me upset. Mm. Because well, I was really is, bested. I was vested. The was bested. gag
1: is, Al, we know who wears the paints. In the mm. oh, we're
2: not doing none of that gag now. Don't do that. Don't do that today. Don't do that today. It's funny, <laughs> Carolina, because when when this happened, remember, Dave, we, I was on your show. Yep. Yeah nightcap we talked about it on your show nightcap so
0: yeah and i mean to me it's probably what t.s madison just said like she right. was like, either you're gonna stay with me and put up with this or you gone and he knew the
1: right answer which was it to say nobody beat her some damn pudding, french honey. fries ain't nobody messing up their bread and butter not in <laughs> 2023 20, times it's hard out here honey Speaking of times being hard out here, Wayne Brady is finally speaking out weeks after disclosing his sexual orientation as pansexual. Now, Wayne told Entertainment Tonight, it would be hard for me to truly put myself 100% into a relationship when there's nagging, excuse me, when this nagging doubt that I have not explored that piece of me or even given that voice to having that option. Now, Al, what are your thoughts on his remarks?
2: I'm torn, Yes. Now, the one thing that I do like is I like and I want to thank him for the conversation and the honesty of the conversation, the best that he could give us. Right. He explained pansexual what it means perfectly. He was very clear. He was very concise. He stated that he's attracted to the person. Now, keep that part in mind. And if it happens to be a man today, it's a man. If it happens to be a woman tomorrow, it's a woman. I get it but I don't believe he's been 100% honest. Sorry, my gut tells me that Wayne may be trans attracted and not ready to discuss it. Now, that's just my personal opinion. Unlike him now, I am bisexual. So that means I like a woman and I can like a man. I haven't had a trans experience yet, TS. But
1: you keep, over, you keep, listen, you keep over here poking it, honey. I'm gonna be wrapped up in rentals. I promise you that.
2: <laughs> Wait, what <laughs> am
1: think about about? But I'm not.
2: You've <laughs> you got yeah, there's, I, I, mean, <laughs> I haven't had a trip, but I'm not sure. I'm just not. I don't. Feel in his discussion that he's ready to really discuss what he's interested in. And I can understand he has had a long career and he has to understand what what do they call that middle America audience that he feeds to I forgot something of the land or whatever. So I get it. I just can't wait to watch him evolve the same way I've kind of evolved in my sexuality because when I hear him talk, I hear myself talking and how I was trying to explain it to myself so that I can explain it to others. I can't wait to see how this man manifests in his sexuality. And to be honest, if you look at that family dynamic, his wife is beautiful, his kid is beautiful, his wife's life partner, that male, black male, look like a black male to me, is beautiful. And look, if that's what they into, I'm here for it.
1: Hold on. Hold on. You said his wife's life partner.
2: Yes. Well, he divorced his wife, but they all still live in the same house. So his wife has a male life partner that they all allegedly get along very well. Now, he has, uh, you know, said that there's nothing going on. It's not a threesome. It's not a whatever he called it. But he said that they worked very hard on this family union and to create it at the level that it is. And he just wants people to respect it. So is it a polyamorous relationship? I'm so. No, 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 no. uh, From what I understand and from what I read and from what his interview said, I don't think he has a relationship with his wife like that anymore. And he definitely does have a relationship with his wife's partner like that. As far as I can, as far as the interviews are saying, so I don't know. So
0: hold on, Al. I do want to get some clarification from you on what you Mm -hmm. are insinuating about Wayne. So pansexual Mm -hmm. obviously covers any type of person, whether they're trans, cis, et cetera. So you're saying he is more than likely just very trans attractive and doesn't want to identify it that way
2: right now? Well, I, I, he was very focused on the words that he used when he described his um, pansexual sexuality. He said that it could be a man today and it could be a woman tomorrow. I was very interested in hearing him say, or trans, but that never came out. Now, he did talk about the fact that he has two nieces, I think, that are trans and he supports them and loves them. So I, I'm just synthesizing from what I heard and how how it made me feel in his discussing his
1: sexuality right mm, okay that's all i'm gonna say mm, mm, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> why why because it was this life partner for the wife for me like this is oh, you, know, you. Yeah. A, a lot of stuff going on in that house
2: yes it is mm. i need to unpack a little more later <laughs> I, I, I bet you some things are getting unpacked now <laughs>
1: I, I, I could guarantee you honey i would call his his thing his, his sexual description, like more fluid. It sounds like he's fluid uh-huh. or he need a little, little transmission fluid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, do you think T.S. Madison, you're a trans woman. Do you think that a lot of men are attracted to you but are afraid to come forth, especially at such a high level? As a talent as he is, and his his in his ingrained you know brand here in Hollywood. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I personally think that men um, don't get the opportunity to be attracted to you know what arouses them. Um, I think that they are are, are not awarded the same um, grace. Grace.
0: Motion detected at side garage.
1: Oh shit! <laughs>
0: oh no! Somebody trying to come in. Hold up! Through the
1: back door. Do Through the back door. <laughs> I don't think that they're awarded the uh the same grace because you know, women get the opportunity to eat tuna fish today and have a steak tomorrow, you know. And with the with the man, he has to always eat tuna fish. And you know, that may not right. be his flavor. You know, just because you right. eat tuna fish sandwiches today don't mean you like a little steak. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, y'all. Listen, we got to move on, honey. The next topic stems from a scene from the hit show A la carte, starring Candy Burris on All Black. Now, if you were in a relationship, would you guys be open to watching your significant other be intimate with somebody else?
0: Listen, I I talk about a lot of kinky shit on my show, The Nightcap. And uh, I even took like a kink test to see what I'm into. Apparently, I'm into role play. I'm into exper- experimenting different things. I'll try anything once. But watching my partner with somebody else unless I'm about to be invited, I don't think
1: that's for me. Absolutely mm. not. Like yeah, I'm, me. I'm backing you up with that, Catalina. I'm, I'm not I'm not into that either. Mm-mm. Listen, if my partner got to be with somebody else, I'm not there. I tell ladies this all the time on my show, Maddie, in the morning. The moment that you open up Pandora's box, the only help. thing that's trapped in there is hope because ain't no hope for it afterwards, baby, because you're going to have to always get them there. hey what you say?
2: You know, I'm going to have to agree with you guys, except for one exception. You can pay me to do a lot of things. (laughs) So if the money right and the wire transfer comes through, we can negotiate. All right. <laughs>
1: allegedly. Allegedly. Like, allegedly.
2: You wrong for that. <laughs> no, it's not allegedly. Be, be very clear. No, I'm kidding. I, I'm like you two, though. I don't like sharing. I don't, I'm not going to watch somebody that I care about, especially somebody I love, you know, get thrashed by somebody else. That just ain't going to work for me. I'm sorry. But
0: people are really into, like, people are really into being cuckolds. Like, there yeah, are yeah, men sure. and women who will sit Inside of a closet and spy, yeah, yeah. But knowingly, like all partners involved know this, and that is right. a real kink for some people, and right. uh, that's just not for me.
1: So yeah. who doing the bending, Al? Who what? So who doing the bending? <laughs> bending what on the threes on the oh. on the
2: watching? She's asking if you get pegged, Al. <laughs> No tears, Madison. You are not pegging me. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> but go somewhere in the streets, stay in my ass. Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope,
1: Go, right. go <laughs> on to the next day. Coming up next, Neil Long is calling out white tears. And later, Offset sparked an interesting debate on social media. Keep it locked. Welcome back to TGIF, honey. Listen, Nia Long recently posted a video of a podcast featuring Dr. Yaba Blade discussing white fragility and the weaponization of white tears. Nia wrote in her caption, Where was this level of awareness a year ago, Celtics? Hashtag Kathleen Lynch. Now, listen, Catalina, does Nia have a point? And do you guys feel, how do you guys feel about the weaponization of white tears?
0: Listen, that scandal was a mother scandal. I mean, I felt really badly for Nia during that time because no one was standing up for her. Nobody in the Celtics organization was calling out that man for cheating with his staffer, Kathleen Lynch.
2: So, she's a girlfriend. What do you mean she's a girlfriend? She weren't she wasn't married to him. Who told you that? They were they married? married? Yeah, they
1: was married. I
2: think Al. Are no, y'all sure? Not no married? Justin, help us out here. Justin, help past. us out. Were they not married? Were they, no. Were they long time? Was it a long term thing? They were a long time relationship. I mean, were they so they
0: relationship. They were married. Common law, no, fiance.
2: They were fiance. They
0: weren't married. Okay, so for Al. Cheating is okay as long as you're not. No. <laughs>
2: That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, so no, not, no, you no hearing. I'm not saying. I'm not saying I am that.
1: hearing the same thing. You no, know. how
2: dare you know you women will gain up on a man. No, okay, Listen, first of all, I, will. I don't, Another look, woman, I don't I want... gang up on a man, <laughs> hush, and
1: I hush, I gang on Catalina, you, oh, you a married woman. You can't gang up. Right? I, am, I, I am. a married man. woman.
2: No, I'm saying, all I'm saying is think about it from, and, and I support Neil. I don't want the soulmates coming after me. I don't want black women coming after me because I understand. But think about it. It's a it's a Celtics organization. Right. The organization shouldn't be speaking on uh, boyfriend, girlfriend situations, period. But if
0: it's, both of them are part of the Celtic staff.
2: Right? right. And isn't he wasn't he her superior, too. So, like, no, I think she worked in travel and he, you know, and he traveled. Right on up in there.
1: (laughs) He He had a first class
2: ticket, honey. A first class. Oh, no, but this is my thing. This is how I look at it. You know we love Nia Long. Nia Long represents our community, represents our black women at the highest level. I totally get it. I feel like this is the right conversation, but it's the wrong context, meaning your incident is the wrong circumstance to attach this to, in my opinion. Now, I do support her in how the Celtics, you know, made it all about, her and him cheating on her, but think about it. we don't know that girl Kathleen she's not a megastar. If if he had had a sexual relationship with someone like Katie Holmes, I think the coverage would have been the same. We don't care who Kathleen is, in my opinion. So, of course, you're going to run with this narrative that this mega movie star woman is being cheated on by this extremely successful, wealthy um, head football, I mean, head basketball coach.
1: Yeah, he's a head something. <laughs> Listen. I, okay, so I want to talk about something that we haven't said uh like we haven't really dug in. We've all dug right. in some stuff. We have to what about these these uh, weaponization of white tears? Because right. you know now, all it takes is the is the white to stock, oh my god, he, right. he, he, he and then the world stops. Everybody's yeah. mute. Um, I agree
2: with that. That is a thing. And and we've all probably been a victim of it. I know I've been a victim of it, especially working in corporate America when you're trying to when you're trying to address an issue, or when you're in, when you're instituting a, a separation between a person and their job, and they go into. I had an instance once. I was on an assignment in Florida, and I brought a, a young white woman in to let her go. I was a separation, right? And I was going to fire her. Do you know what that woman did? She, she asked me to go to the bathroom. She went to the bathroom and called the police and told the police that I had sexually assaulted her and started crying when the police came. That's a real life story. So she knew exactly what to do, exactly how to behave to get the attention taken off the fact that she was being fired for being, you know, for being lack of you know, being a good employee, she used her tears to get the, the to garner the empathy of the police people to come and and investigate it to the tune of it took me an additional 30 days to get her out of the staff, off the
1: staff. Wow. Wow. I think that they need to be locked up anytime that they do that. And all I think that they need to get jail sentences anytime that they cry on a dime and somebody gets hurt. Catalina, what do you think about it?
0: Absolutely. I'm so sorry you went through that, Al. That's horrific. That reminds me of every single Karen that we've seen over the years where all of a sudden they're attacking minorities and they're caught on camera and they're seeing the cameras. Police arrive and all of a sudden, instead of being angry, the tears are coming. Oh, my God, this person did this, this black man, this black kid (laughs) and trying to make a whole scene and become the victim when they were the ones.
2: So let me ask you this, Carolina, and, and you know, correct me if I'm being offensive, but you're Hispanic, or would you be considered a Latina, right? Oh, Hispanic,
0: Hispanic,
2: Latina, I'm both. A Hispanic, Latina. Does your, do you have to worry about your little brown boys leaving the house the same way Black mothers have to be worried about our Black kids when they leave the house? Does your husband get the same response from the majority as Black men get? From the majority can you share with me a little bit about your experience because no. you're in houston
0: yeah i'm in houston so for us it's definitely not the same it's definitely not the same i would never equate it it's 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 not the same and my stepson my oldest who's 16 he he has he's also white he's very much white passing um my baby my two-year-old he's very light complected um and my husband he looks latino And Um, the only thing that he has to worry about is being thought of as an immigrant or someone mm, who's not as intelligent as our white counterparts here in in Texas. But no, as far as like, you know, police interactions or Um, the racism that you see from parents. No, absolutely not. Not the same. Very
1: very interesting. Uh, I'd like to make a correction in the statement here. Kathleen was married. Kathleen. right? Kathleen was married, yes. She had a husband. Yes. She was cheating on her husband with me at home. Because <laughs> he was riding at first class. <laughs> Speaking of weaponizing white tears, Sharon Osborne revealed that she received another facelift after the previous one made her look like Quasimodi from The Hunchback of Notre Dame
0: not Quasimodo <laughs> oh my god oh no but in that side by side producer. <laughs> producers put that back up no y'all, y'all are not y'all trashy, y'all, trashy honey. y'all
1: messy trashy today baby Quasimodo <laughs> baby oh my goodness honey with, Is with the red
2: hair and everything no. oh my
1: god hmm. oh lord
0: so I don't
2: mean to be correct. crass I don't mean to be crass, but Sharon Osborne need to throw her whole face in the trash can. And in fact, she can jump in the trash can too, because I'm still mad at her about what she said about Megan, Markle and Piers Morgan. I'm still mad at her over that. But you know what? She reminds me of, of Joan Rivers. Remember when Joan Rivers was going through all that pull tug and, and getting her face redone all the way until you know she passed? That's who she reminds me of. But this is what I say, Sharon. If you tried it four times in the last three years and it don't work, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Just leave it all alone. Cause I feel like the more you do it at the higher age, you just become a risk factor. And we don't want to come to your funeral anytime soon.
1: Nope, Carolina.
0: I mean, for me, it's like, if you find the right doctor who's gonna fix it until the point that you're happy, then you know what, power to you. I love that women are feeling more empowered and men too to speak about the work that they're getting done to themselves, because we fucking know that that is not what God put you on this earth to look like. And listen, whatever you want to do with you, that's, that's on you. And we're here to spill the tea on, uh, when you don't,
2: (laughs) when it don't work.
1: All I have to say about the whole situation is tell me, tell me, tell me (laughs) anyway, coming up next offset is sparking a fucking debate on social media. And later, fifty miners have been reported missing in Cleveland. Find out more when we return. Hey y'all, welcome back to TGIF Honey. Now listen, offset sparked a debate online after revealing that he brushes his teeth after breakfast. Carolina! <laughs> and do you do you brush your teeth before or after breakfast?
0: I feel like people are going to come for me, but I do it after, especially if I'm eating at home. Like I don't want to go have breakfast and then brush my teeth again afterward. Cause yeah, I agree. like if I am going out to brunch, if I am meeting someone outside of my home for breakfast, I will brush my teeth before breakfast, but I am not going to wake up, brush my teeth, go make coffee, have coffee breath, eat my eggs, eat my yogurt, and then go brush my teeth again. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to eat have my coffee, and then go brush my teeth. I literally just talked about this. If you want to come for me, go ahead, but I, I stand my ground on that
2: one. <laughs> right Al, what say I, you? I, I, I'm going to stand with Carolina on this one because I'm the same way. I just don't like the taste of like toothpaste in my mouth when I'm having my orange juice, even when I'm having my coffee or when I'm having my eggs. I don't like it. However... My dentist has been telling me forever that you're supposed to brush your teeth before you have breakfast because the toothpaste covers your enamel and it creates this protective barrier, right? Against acid that the food then will put on your teeth. And it also um, starts saliva production and saliva production breaks down food and the bacteria that's bad for you. So allegedly, that's why you're supposed to brush your teeth when you first get up and then have your meal. But I went with La Carolina Carolina. I don't like the taste.
0: Damn it. But now I feel like I need to. Like now with this information, <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Yeah.
1: I know, What's right? Me? For me, it all depends on you know uh how how bad that that, that mouth be talking when you get up. <laughs> That's true. That mouth talking real bad. If you if you yawn and it throws you back in the bed, honey, get that toothbrush and toothpaste, then go down there and fix you a sandwich, baby.
2: No, they need to rub, they need to scrub their tongue if it's smelling like a garbage can now.
1: Wrong, <laughs> Wrong. Well, you know, we don't know what was rolling on that tongue the night before, honey. <laughs> we got to call over there to Kathleen to see what was going on with that. Oh, God. <laughs> speaking of the night before in an interview with the new yorker julia fox opened up about the inspiration behind her outlandish outfits julia said i wanted to look a certain way where well, the girls would appreciate it and the men would despise it uh do you guys despise her looks carolina
0: listen I don't know where she thought she was going to make us appreciate them looks. I mean, based on what we just saw alone, that red trash bag. The let uh, me
1: see it. Can I see it again? Yeah, producers yeah, pull them it. up
0: again. Like let's let's talk about each look because what what is this? Oops. What is this?
2: Mm-mm. Okay, uh-huh. next. Is there another one? There, there was one. a
0: couple.
2: Like. Ooh. Like. Oh, that's the one with the watches. I saw that one. Okay, is there another one?
0: I mean, just based on those and this one, like I don't understand. No,
1: I think she's having a moment.
0: I, I feel like well, listen, she's a I am all for your creativity, like find your own fashion, whatever. But if you're doing it for you, say it's for you. Like, don't say that you're trying to get women to appreciate it and men despise it because uh-huh. it is very subjective. And those three looks, to me, those are not meant for a red carpet.
2: But, I'm gonna huh? tell you what, I'm not attracted to her, but I will tell you this. If there is anybody in the industry right now that's taking their 15 minutes of fame and making it an hour, it's Julia Fox. Think about it. She hasn't dated Kanye in over a year and a half. Is that am I right? I'm, I'm sure the soulmates are gonna put me together if my timeline is off. But it's been a while since she dated Kanye. But look, we're still talking about her. This woman with that trashy house, because they showed the inside of her house with all those clothes and everything everywhere, still has our attention. And guess what? She's back on our talk topics here at TJIF. And you know, if you're on TJIF and we're talking about you, you must be trending.
1: <laughs> well, they said the blood still works and it'll never lose its power, honey. So I guess she's <laughs> covered in the blood with that red dress on. T.S., <laughs> yes, what do you think about her, though? Yeah. Do care I, for Julia? I, listen, I've actually hung out with Julia. I was in an award show with Julia. Uh, we won a spirit award for the movie Zola that I was in. Um, she was there supporting Zola. Um, we had a very good time. She, we had a very fun night out. You know, I, actually, i uh, you know the men were on. Awesome. I love her. And she yeah. had this outfit on, that the men were on. You know, we hung out and, and had a really good time. She's fun. We laughed. You know, I think it's what just you're what telling I me mean is it. that they weren't despising her looks. They no, were. They weren't despising. They weren't despising. But they was all you up.
0: Know her personally, and she's a cool person. Yeah, I like her. That's em. great. I like her you know fashion choices. Can you speak on those? <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. All right, y'all, listen, a black guitarist is calling out a popular airline after a flight attendant assumed that he kidnapped his biracial children. Take a look. We were met at the top of the jetway by an AA employee and four police officers. Apparently, a flight attendant had called ahead with some sort of concern that perhaps my mixed children weren't my children. David Ryan Harris was offered 10,000 air miles from the airline and described this offer as kind of insulting. Now Al, what are your thoughts on this story and do you think that the flight attendant was racially profiling this man?
2: Well, I think this is a case of positive intentions versus racial profiling, and which one was it at the time. Now, these flight attendants have been trained extensively on how to highlight and, and pick when they're sex trafficking cuz you know 10 million human trafficking uh individuals are done through commercial airlines. So they're 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 heightening their security in these cases. And for me, I would rather be safe than sorry. I do understand that if it was more racially motivated, then she should, you know, have more sensitivity training. I do believe that there could have been other mechanisms that she could have checked before completely turning and calling the police. However, with the alarming statistic about the number of young boys and girls being sex trafficked, I would rather it be safe and it be a mistake than it be let go and the kid is at harm.
1: Carolina.
0: I mean, I mean, with that perspective, Al, I'm absolutely on board with you on the fact that it probably wasn't racist and it was probably good intentions gone wrong. I think what needs to happen with airlines now, if they're making flight attendants take on this role of like trying right. to these these uh, potential victims, then we need to start highlighting the successes. That way we know it's not always a bad case because this isn't the first uh, time we've heard of something. like So if we know like they're actually doing good from trying to pick out victims and potential harmful traffickers, then mm. you know we'd be like, okay, you're right. You you tried it. It was a it was good intention, but that was the wrong thing. And now now you've hurt a family.
2: Yeah, and ten thousand miles is an insult. What's that? Maybe yeah. Two flights. That might that's one flight in first class. Nah, they need to do better than that. Shame on you, American Airlines.
1: And wait a uh, minute, how you know it was American?
2: Because they said it in the, in the oh, article. No, no. <laughs> allegedly. That's my airline too. Allegedly, up all asked, T.S. Can you can you <laughs> up allegedly allegedly? Okay. It's American, right, Justin? Oh, do not say the airlines. Oops. So it's it might in have been. Delta,
0: it might have been Spirit. It might have been Frontier. It might have been United. It might have been anybody. All right,
1: girl. Well, all I got to say is, where is the picture of that man and them cheering? Do we because have a that, picture? That the children kind of looked like that man. No, TS. That, not, they, they were. He, it was a light. skin for That, that the
2: kids were pale. Did, kids did, did the, they like were pale. Movies. Did a white crayon. Cut it out, there. <laughs> they were some pale babies, and they had beautiful blonde hair. Beautiful blonde hair looked very like. I don't know that I would have thought that that they were being sex trafficked, but. They definitely was a racial difference in color of skin.
1: So they say. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so <soulmates. laughs> Y'all keep it locked because coming up next, 50 minors have been reported missing in Cleveland. And later, Jeannie Ma is fighting to save her marriage. Let's talk about it when we return. Welcome back, soulmates, honey. Now, listen, let's get into this tragic news. Almost 50 minors have been reported missing this month in Cleveland, Ohio, and more than 1,000 children have been reportedly missing around the Cleveland area this year. Now, Al, what are your thoughts on this news?
2: Well, when I first read it, I was alarmed. I was like, what the heck? And how did we miss this? But Wayne Drummond, the chief of police, has come forth and he said, listen, of the 1,072 young individuals that are missing, 1,020 have been returned home. So that's great news. They're no longer missing. However, there are about 50 or so juveniles that are still missing, and they believe a large portion of them are runaways. For some reason, these kids are running away in Cleveland and they are participating and more gang-related activity. He says, of those remaining that have not been found, he honestly believes that only 14 are considered endangered. And he hates the fact that the coverage is painting Cleveland um, with a different brush, which is that it's extremely unsafe for kids. So with hearing all of this from the chief of police and from the state attorney general's office, I feel very safe to say that it's not as bad as it appears.
0: I mean, I think it's still unsafe. Like if you have kids who are running away to join gang activity, that doesn't make yeah. it safe for kids. That's still yeah. unsafe. Obviously there are no kidnappers and they're not being taken to be trafficked. But if they're, if we have this amount of kids running away to join a gang, we have a problem still clear. Well, I, I want, to, I be clear. I want
2: is- to be clear that I didn't mean all of them are joining games. I'm just saying that's one of the factors. Some right. of them are just running away. Some of them are participating in games. So I don't want to make sure that, you know, cause on this show, they, will correct- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll no, correct right, you in a right. minute on this show. You're right. My soulmates will get you together, baby, cause they get me together <laughs> all the time. But just right. want to make sure that that's one of the factors, uh, Carolina.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So that, that is great to know. I, I will say, because I've worked in the media for a long time, especially on the journalism side, um, as far as news goes, we don't tend to cover runaways. We will cover missing people with yeah. like an Amber Alert where we think one parent is taking it or the lover of somebody, if somebody's, one of the mm-hmm. parents is shot, when it's, mm-hmm. when it's a very serious situation. But if it's it's a teen who's believed to be a runaway, we won't cover it. And that's sad, right. I think. We still need to shed some light on it, either way, because we need to get these. What if kids-
2: you? Yeah, I've always thought that too, Carolina. Like, what happens if that that team that ran away because he was mad, didn't want to be home anymore? Mm-hmm. Maybe his iPhone got taken away. What if he gets abducted when he ran away?
1: Yeah. Or, get, or get on one well, of what if a pedophile economy.
2: catches him on the side of the street and gives him a ride and takes him home?
1: I, I don't know. Or ran away from the airlines. Car. Or right. flying on the <laughs> airlines over there, honey. One of them airlines. <laughs> I want to talk about, I don't mean to cut nobody off, but I just want to talk about what we're not talking about. How okay. messy the news is of giving all of those awful statistics and, right. and you know, giving these high numbers, but not saying that like, there are really only 14 of them that are, are really Classified as missing.
2: And, da- and no, as endangered. As endangered. There, there's 50 that are total as missing, but they only say 14 would be considered endangered, like somebody abducted them. That's, that's, be, just
1: like, that's yeah. the, those misleading headlines that they do all the time yeah. for clickbait, and I hate that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. Because your heart
2: goes out to the city, right? When you Come saw on. 1,072, you're like, what oh in God, the hell God, is going God, on going in Cleveland? On. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Agree.
1: Now, switching gears, a fan is calling out Young Miami after she tweeted, if you don't wipe your ass with wipes, I can't trust you. I'm sorry. Now, the fan responded and wrote, you get pissed on. (laughs) Carolina, what is your (laughs) take on this? And do you use wipes?
0: Listen, when when I first read Young Miami's tweet, I was like, oh, it's given Terrence Howard when he was saying, you know, if I go to a woman's <laughs> house and she don't have wipes, like, I'm out. I'm out of
2: there. <laughs> That's literally
0: what I thought of. But I was not expecting that follow-up tweet talking about getting pissed on. Listen, people are really into golden showers. That's a Luke. kink. And I am here to welcome all kinks as long as they are not paraphilia which is harmful to other people uh so if she likes golden showers that that's on her and maybe she uses wipes to get rid of the pee that is
2: on Uh-oh. now we've talked about this on this show before i and all my students <laughs> That I'm teaching this semester. Close your ears. Y'all know I I like golden showers. I like giving golden showers. I find it. I find it fascinating. I find it a kink. But in this case, this was hilarious because young Miami, baby, you got served. Somebody brought the heat right back to you. Oh, I loved every second of it. And yes, T.S. Madison, I prefer wipes because I don't like none of that excess nothing no. Okay, I
0: have a question for you, AL and TS. Okay. I you use wipes as well, but do you guys flush them and potentially ruin your uh, pipes or do
1: you put them in the trash? Well, let me tell you something about my pipes. They already ruined. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to let it be known. That I use, I use the the, uh, the wipes called Dude Wipes, D U D E S Dude Wipes. You know, they what you doing do using messages. Dude Wipes? Listen, because I ran into a dude that introduced them to me. I was like, oh, okay. okay. You thought know, he was I need cool to go google these dude, wipe, D-U-D-E, dude Wipes, D U D E Dude Wipes, D U D E Dude, dude Wipes. You know, what is I
2: mean, the I- difference I- between a Dude Wipe, uh, a Baby Wipe, and a the ones that are flushable?
1: Well, the dew wipes were flushable. The baby oh, wipes are going to stop the pipes up, child. I don't think these, these flushable ones are even flushable. No, they flushable. They just <laughs> disintegrate? Okay. They flushable because it's like a wet tissue, honey, wrapped up, honey, and a good smell good, and you just wipe.
2: Oh, uh, those flushable ones, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it right here. They're not thick enough. Uh-uh, uh-uh, you got to use like two or three of them little tiny ones to get, to you know, so that, you, you know, mm-mm, they're not thick enough.
1: Oh, you like it thick, yeah? <laughs> now, listen. I want to put my little two cents in on this young Miami thing before we go on. I want to say you got to be careful whatever you put out on the internet because people will never let you forget, honey. Uh, that's right. You know, say one thing and they'll dig a tweet up and say, "Boom! Let me hit you. Let me hit you with your own medicine, child." That man had or that girl, whatever it was, wore her ass out and it was funny. Whoa, her out. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> now coming up. Jeannie Ma is fighting to save her marriage with Jeezy. Y'all stick around. Welcome back to more TGIF Soulmates. Now, in the news of going up that mountain to save my marriage, it's been reported that Jeannie Ma is fighting to save her marriage with Jeezy. But... According to sources, they've had issues for a long, long time. Now, can you blame her for trying to save her marriage, Al?
2: I know what she's trying to say, baby. I've been reading the the comments. Do you remember she talked about their sex life? And she said that after she had her baby, they only waited two weeks before they had sex again. When the doctor recommends that you wait, you know, a minimum of six weeks. I think Jeannie may Jeannie, my, is trying to, you know, save something else. (laughs) Some good you-know-what. She ain't trying to say that marriage. No, I'm kidding. Uh, But I am a little serious about that. I think, you know, the sad part here, um, T.S., is that it takes two to reconsider or reconcile, you know, to reconcile. And I don't think he's there. I think she can try all she wants, but if he's not interested in doing it, it's not
1: going to happen, unfortunately. To back you up, honey, on her happiness, to quote the Joy Luck Club, you make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Carolina, what say you?
0: Listen, uh, if you, why do you want to stay somewhere where you're not welcome, right? I mean, right. obviously fight for your marriage as much as you can, especially if you believe in it, if you're still in love. I mean, if you still love the dick, I guess, as Al is saying. Um, but I don't know if I would be allowing the public to know that I'm really trying to fight to stay in it if, if everybody knows that my partner's the one who filed for divorce. And it's right. very obvious that he doesn't want to be in this anymore. Right. So I would probably try to keep it as private
2: as possible. I don't know if she's trying to show off that, like, probably she's trying really- to embarrass like- him, right? Yeah. She's trying to use her media presence to kind of embarrass him. Like, I just want everybody to know that I'm not walking away from this marriage. Mm-hmm. But heck, if they've well, been honey, having problems.
1: The gag is, honey, that she's trying not to be embarrassed because we watched a clip of that damn uh, psychic telling her that this was not her last marriage. Oh, oh, it was I, a psychic. I don't, I don't remember that. Know, it was a psychic sitting up there. That's uh, uh, some good kid, tea. Sat up there, and he was reading her palm. And he, she said, Oh, this is my lad. He said, No, it's going to be another marriage after this one. Wow. Oh, I gagged on it, baby. Uh-huh. Gagged. Good, good, good tea, T T S Good tea. Great tea. All right, let's get into this game.
2: I can't wait. Speaking
1: of gagging on it, honey, in in honor of football season, we're going to play a fun game of Smash or Pass with some of your favorite NFL players. Y'all ready to play Smash or Pass? Yeah. All right, production, let's cue the music. First up, we have Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. and Houston, Texans wide receiver Robert Woods. Carolina, would you smash or pack? Listen, I feel like
0: Odell Beckham He's a troublemaker. He's done a lot of questionable things throughout his career.
2: Ooh. So I'm going to
0: pass on Odell. And listen, I'm going to stick with my hometown, Houston, Texas, Robert Woods. I mean, look at him with that turtleneck suit situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm a to ah. Robert Woods. Okay. Right, what
1: say you?
2: Um, I'm going to say uh, Odell Beckham looks too too neat and clean like he looked like he has like you know everything lights got to be right you know the situation got to be right everything got to be in place i'ma definitely go with robert woods he look like he know how to hold it down like honey, he's, with the,
1: he's with the get down get down honey it sounds like both of y'all like turtlenecks baby as far as me and man huh, i see one like the use white and the other one likes to pull back. All right, next we have (laughs) Kansas City Chiefs tight in Travis Kelsey and San Francisco 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey. Now, Catalina, I'm always going to start with the lady. Are you going to smash? Which you going to smash and which you going to pass?
0: I'm going to join the Swifties and go for Travis Kelsey. He's also on my husband's fantasy team, so I'm going to smash Travis Kelsey. Oh, and- that is
1: just
2: nasty, Carolina. You smashing your <laughs> husband's <laughs> teammate. you're going to get it when you, you get home? And well. he's providing the you
0: points. Old. You know, if he's helping us win this season, you know, we're going to smash. And I'm going to pass on Christian McCaffrey, who's, I don't like that clean look, you know. <laughs>
2: what about you al look i find both of those men to be extremely attractive but i am gonna go with travis because travis has experience he has dated a lot of black women so he knows the black culture he probably knows his way around the bedroom like a black person's supposed to so i'm gonna say
1: uh smash travis pass on well When it comes down to me, honey, I don't turn down no good mayonnaise, baby, whether it's Duke <laughs> or Hellman's. So I'm going to smash and then pass them both, baby. Bring me the bread. <laughs> now, next up, we got Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts and Buffalo Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs. Got to line up. Smash or pass. Which one, baby? This was hard for me. This one was hard
0: for me. But as a Cowboys fan, I couldn't go for either of them because
2: uh of the rivalries but
0: right. the rivalry is deeper with the eagles so i'm gonna go with
2: diggs for the smash okay 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 um let me see the picture again production i want to say I'm, I'm gonna say both smash both of them smash all of them smash them both yes yes, yes. Well, one got that really huge um, contract, ooh. and he also has a black female agent, right? That's exciting. Oh, I gotta pick one. Jeez, Just I gotta, so pick gotta pick one. Pick one. Uh, mm, mm. Oh no! Well, okay, uh, what? Am, uh, uh Stephon.
1: Wait a minute, Al. Wait a minute. Which one you think got a huge
2: uh, <laughs> contract? I'm, I'm,
1: I'm smashing on with a huge contract. <laughs> All right. Now, up next, we got Denver Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson and Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Carolina, who you smashing and who you pass? Uh...
0: Uh-huh. Patrick Mahomes just looks too wholesome. You know, he looks like the guy next door. I feel like I'd have to teach him a thing or two. Ooh, ooh, so I'm going to go ooh. with Russell Wilson. I'm sorry, Sierra. Um, it is what it is.
1: Oh. I'm going to go
2: with Patrick because, you know, Russell seemed way too, you know, perfect. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm going to go with Patrick. <laughs> Patrick looks like you can teach him a thing or two. He looks like he's willing to try different things and he's a little bit younger so he can go just a tad bit longer
1: So he's moldable is that what you're saying ah i like that word okay okay (laughs) all right you're right now listen since you use the word mold and then you (laughs) use the word and i'm trying to figure out which of these two men that i'd love to get on the line of scrimmage with Honey, I'm just going to let it be known that Russell looks like that he used those good flushable wipes. So I'm going to have to go <laughs> head on with him because if he anything, he most definitely is clean. Hi, y'all. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, y'all. That was so fun. Yeah. We had fun doing that. I ain't, got, I ain't did that in a long time. <laughs> now, listen, y'all. We have covered so many crazy stories this week. So we'd like to end our show by handing out an award to a person or persons who exemplifies pure and utter delusion. This is our tea bag of the week. All right, our tea bags of the week go to Krishan Rock and Blueface. Now, what do you guys have to say about our honorary tea bags of the week? Mm-hmm. Al, I'm going to let
0: you take this because I do not know enough about this drama to... Oh, really? Yeah.
2: I just, listen, I, I, it's just sad. It's just sad. It's sad that, you know, two young, talented, attractive people have to be so disruptive and toxic in order to be famous. That's what. That's just what really upsets me about this. And the way they're both behaving is not right. The way he behaves as a father to her to her kid, and the way she behaves as a mother, it's just to me all of it says toxicity at the highest level, and it can't be healthy for anyone, and especially not for their kid that they share together. So,
1: so does it, maybe I'm they need to the take fact, some
2: time off.
1: I'm just mad at the fact that they getting tea bags. Out of all the things that they get, they get tea bag Do you know how good it is to be bag honey? Have you ever dipped a tea bag down in a cup of tea, and the juices just flow out on? And you put some a good old English peppermint tea for me when put I some look. Put Saint Germain
2: in there.
1: i put a little Saint Germain <laughs> in good tea for me when I look at this couple. I look at this couple and I see CPS. I see uh, clout chasing and fame that they already both. One's a a a mumble rapper, the other one she's an athlete, and I do feel like that she's lost her way, even dealing with this man. And I've seen her just up and down in emotions with this guy. And I'm like, bro, no, like right. y'all got to get it together. And I don't need to see them on on the on the internet too much longer. No. I don't need to see that stuff no more. Carolina, what do you say before we before we I get mean out?
0: it this just sounds like it's a couple that needs to separate and they probably be better off not being together for the sake of themselves and for the sake of their children. And uh toxic relationships are very hard to leave. And it's but so- what do you do,
2: what do you do, Carolina, when your when your pay, your money, your livelihood to help your family and your kids and yourself is tied to this toxic city?
1: I tell you what you do, you get you a box a box of black and mouth cigarettes, honey, and you smoke <laughs> it down there with your tea bags, honey. Listen, I want to thank my co-host Al Reynolds and Carolina for joining me tonight. Soulmates, make sure that you are watching Street Flavor and stay tuned. Have a great weekend, baby. Love you. Have a good
2: night, soulmates. Bye,
1: y'all.